In two weeks, I will be back to regular programming which coincides with the start of the school year for my daughter. I am both looking forward and dreading it at the same time. Well, looking forward because I get to concentrate more on the work without my 5-year-old constantly asking me to fix her princess dress. And also dreading it because, well, I do like spending slow days with my family. But, you know, we all need to wear our big girl's pants and go to work because I'm not exactly a millionaire, you know. So, I am excited to share with you a new series on how to stop the overwhelm as a one-woman business owner. If you sometimes feel overwhelmed or if you are dreading to go back to work because you feel overwhelmed in your business... You don't know what to do or where to start, then stay tuned for the next four weeks because I've got your back. Welcome to the 56th episode of Legally Fluent Podcast, a series that equips you with the legal and business knowledge that you need in order to run, to protect, and to grow your online coaching, expert, or service-based business. I am here to break down intimidating legal concepts into simple, actionable steps that you can implement today. From behind-the-scenes secrets of successful online businesses to tried and true legal strategies, I've got you covered. And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur. If you want to discover what works and what not, you are in the right place. I am your mentor and host, Vena Verga Danimar, an online entrepreneur legal strategist, co-CEO of the Danimar household, a lawyer and like you, an online business owner. Did you ever wonder why some business owners seem to be on top of things all the time? It seems like they figured out everything all by themselves. Like, it's back to school and they have a back to school offer. Or it's Halloween and they have the perfect content just for the season. And on the side, you see them on Instagram. They have a podcast. They have a YouTube Well, basically, you see them everywhere. You, on the other hand, is quite tired and just trying to keep up. Now, I used to envy these entrepreneurs as well. How can they plan and execute things so flawlessly, even if it seems like they are just a one-woman show? What if I tell you that the first thing that they are doing is not a surprise at all? It's so simple, you might actually be doing it in some aspect of your life. And that is, they are planning ahead. Yes, you heard it right. It's that simple. They plan ahead. And the only thing that you really need when you need to plan ahead is your calendar and a pen. Now, I first tried to plan things ahead in my business back in 2019, which is our third year of Christmas markets. In 2018, it was quite chaotic for us since we had a newborn child then. So all the planning was revolving around the baby. But in 2019, I knew I needed to plan things ahead. Otherwise, I'd go crazy. But at the time, my plan needed to be simple and very flexible since you can never really have plans set in stone when there are kids involved. 
So for that year, my goal was to plan the herbs market and the Christmas markets. And that's it. I didn't set anything for the earlier months. But as early as March, I am already done applying to all of these markets. And knowing these big events in advance helped me plan my production dates as well. Now, I used the same planning strategy when I opened my service-based business. Now, for us service-based business owners, it's so easy to just go with the flow and lose track of time. Because for one, we don't need to produce any physical product. And often, we don't have overhead expenses that pushes us to set big goals. Unfortunately, just going with the flow and not setting targets is also one of the reasons why a lot of service-based business owners have difficulty scaling. So, key to planning your strategy is actually having a goal. What is your goal for the year? What is your goal for the quarter? Is it going to be more sales? By how much? More leads? By how many? Now, with the goal in mind, you can start planning what activities do you need to accomplish in order to reach that goal. Will you have launches, for example? Will you have campaigns? Will you have challenges? Will you be collaborating with other people? And so on. Once you know these activities that you need to accomplish in order to reach your goal, you can start to set target months when you want to execute these plans. For example, you want to have a collaboration project in March where you can capture leads or launch a program, for example, in June or launch a podcast in November. Now, the next step is list down each task that you need to accomplish before that event and then work your way, backtrack, Plot the dates when you need to start each task. And I mean, be very detailed. Take control of your calendar. Now, let's say you want to release your brand new podcast in November 1. Two weeks before November 1, you should already start having your first episodes edited. Which means a week before that, you should have already started recording your episodes. And another week before recording you should already have the episode topics in place. Now, if you intend to have guest speakers, then more planning is necessary. You need to start inviting guests months before the intended recording date, and you need to send them the topics and points that you want to discuss during the conversation. Now, other things that you need to include in your calendar are things like, when do you need to have your visuals done? When do you start teasing your audience about the podcast? Will you be running some sort of a giveaway or a campaign or are you going to have ads? You need to plot all of these as well. Now, by writing and earmarking the dates you want to start and end each task, you are making a declaration to yourself, a promise that you will get things done. So you see, there are a lot of tasks that you need to accomplish prior to the event itself. And that is the reason why you need to give yourself time to accomplish this task. It is very important to plot them down in your calendar so that you will not be distracted. If you do things on the fly, you will be missing out a lot of stuff and you will get overwhelmed. Also, one important thing to remember is to target quality over quantity. You may have tons of goals in mind, but remember that each goal, each project that you create requires not just planning, but also 
time for execution. Now, I would suggest that you put one major goal per quarter. I think having monthly goals can be super exhausting for you because you also need to have a breather in between. Now, probably you're thinking, but Vena, I want to accomplish a lot of things. I have a lot of plans. I know, I know, and I truly understand you. You are an achiever after all. But if you have a lot of plans, then you might need more help. If you aren't willing to hire someone to help you out, then the tendency is you will have to do everything yourself, which means that you need to have enough time to plan and execute your plan. And in case some parts of the plan don't go your way, then you need to have sufficient time to backtrack or to go to plan B. Now, here is my challenge for you. You need to set a goal for the last quarter of 2023. What shall it be? Do you want more leads? More sale? Do you want to launch a program or a product? Whatever. Write down that goal. And then the next step is to write down the task or tasks that you need to accomplish in order to reach that goal. And once you know the task, open your calendar and start plotting your target dates for starting and completing each task. Work your way back and claim your calendar. Now is the perfect time to start planning for whatever activity or program you want to execute by December 2023. If you start planning today, you will still have time. It will lessen the stress and even the overwhelm that comes with planning and executing major activities in your business. But wait a minute. You need to remember that whatever be that big goal you have in mind, whether to increase your income, set up your campaign to get more leads, or execute a signature program, you need to have the proper legal policies to protect not just your website, but also your other business assets, like your social media accounts. If you haven't attended my training, it's time to head on to www.legallyfluentacademy.com Register to the website Legal Compliance Training with Ease and learn the three steps that you need to accomplish to secure protection and success. Now, the training will not be up for a long time, so take advantage. It is free. If you learned something from this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you will be the first one to know once we release a new episode. My goal in creating this podcast is to provide you with the necessary legal and entrepreneurial guidance so you can confidently run and scale your coaching, expert, or online business that works for you. Remember, it's not enough that you set up a business. You need to be able to run it with peace of mind and security because you don't need a business that only gives you stress and anxiety. And if you want to avoid stress and anxiety, then legal compliance is a must. So if you're ready to leave insecurity and fear behind and take your business to new heights, be sure to follow Legally Fluent Podcast and our social media account, Legally She Can. Together, we'll navigate the legal landscape and set you up for long-term success. Join me next week for episode 57 of the series. And until then, my preppy friend, take care, enjoy the rest of the summer, Keep striving for your goal and stay legally fluent.